was so awkward. I forgot to change that logo, uh, and I will forever live that one down. But welcome. It's Friday, May 20th, 2022, and this is Dan Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel Podcast. I'm Dennis, and I'll be your host as we review the latest Marvel happenings across all media, as well as other superpowered stories that caught our attention. And when I say we, I'm referring to my youthful co-host, Ricky. Was, was that your first technical fuck up? Uh, you know, I knew I knew I forgot <laughs> something. I've been really busy this week, and I knew that I forgot. Hey, by, by the way, don't bother playing the spotlight video tonight. It's okay. It's not. It's not correct. Yeah, for for listeners I, of our audio show, yeah, everything went well. <laughs> yeah, for the audio show, no errors at all. But possibly for anybody watching, uh, we had the wrong uh, write up for that episode just now. It was last week's episode. Oops. Oh well. Um, yeah, and I I just uh, I didn't remember to upload. Um, or I don't know if I even. No, I think I did make the one for the spotlight. Uh, I could be hallucinating that. I think I prepped everything. And we'll didn't we'll do find it. out. It's nah. I didn't do it. You know what? I know I didn't do it. So I don't, don't even it, try so. it. <laughs> nah. It's not. It's not. You know. It's it's one it's, of those weeks weird where it's week. like it's a weird week, but also like we're gonna talk about some weird stuff tonight. So like I don't think it's really gonna matter. I yeah. just appreciate anybody who showed up to hang out with us on a Friday night and talk nerdy and. And, you know, we have one person in particular who is taking time off from the comment section to actually be here in the hot seat with us. Let's get him on here. It's Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks Ian, for having me. Welcome back. the role of Travis this evening. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's my bad. I totally I meant to change that logo. I will do you know, that's Travis impression. The correct, thumb, the, correct <laughs> thumb, the correct thumbnails on the YouTube and all those. So, you know, that's it was an easy mistake. Um, I I got to thank you, Ian, uh, uh, for basically what I was I was kind of, you know, um, referring to in a in a nice. Uh, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, fantastic. I guess fantastic way. Uh, no, I was trying to be coy and, and, and say it's a weird it's a weird night. Uh uh, we got Ian to join us to talk about 2005's Fantastic Four. Yeah. Uh, starring... This is how we treat our Patreon subscribers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They give me the good stuff. It <laughs> is, it is. Uh, you know, so um, we we gave him the, the assignment that we, we weren't sure most people would want to do, uh, but we knew that he'd be down to clown because he, he does the homework anyways for mm -hmm. our shows when he's in the comment section. He watches whatever we say we're going to watch and he shows up. And so I was like, you're the only one I know that's going to do the homework. So, yeah, and then apparently you went above and beyond and you actually watched the Yeah, you watched both. Movies, so we didn't well, ask you to do that. Hey man, when you're sitting on the couch folding some laundry and you're already in the zone and one movie ends, it's like, and the other one's just kind of sitting there. You're like, you know what? Eh, I got another hour and you know, I, an hour and a half to kill. Why not? I refuse, I refuse to pay money for that one. I'll wait till it's on Disney plus again. <laughs> It comes, it cycles, it comes back and every now and then. So, worst okay. part is, I'm pretty sure I have it on a hard drive somewhere that I just <laughs> literally was too lazy to get up. And yeah, like I know. Check. So, I was I like, I know that feeling. $3.99? Eh, yeah. Here you go. That's like, why I, more I, that's, for less. That's why I <laughs> yeah, stopped myself for that kind of stuff. But, yeah, like uh, formalities, you know, a few more of them out of the way. Like, like I mentioned, Fantastic Four is what we're going to be talking about later. 
Uh, but before that, we will have some nerd news a- a- to discuss and a quick round of trivia to play. And I mean quick. I, that's okay. why I didn't get you your videos, because I was still making trivia until about 10 minutes before we started this show. That's how we typically do the um, show. Yeah, no, well, usually I actually make it on, make it on Thursdays and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, for those of you joining us live, don't be shy. We'll be checking the comments regularly. Uh, and if you can't get enough of us, you should visit patreon.com slash Media, where you'll find a variety of creative offerings, including recent episodes of our live after show, The Soapbox. Patrons get exclusive ca- uh, access to chat with us. But if that's not your thing, don't worry. We'll be releasing it to the public next week. I got to add on to that. Oh. Patrons also get other stuff sometimes. Ian, I have some physical things to give to you uh, the next time I see you. Whoa. Um, Ooh, what? Uh, yeah, uh, because I'm too lazy to mail them because I know you live in the same town as me. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I have. Um, I am actually going to be uh, uh, selling um, prints of my toy photography uh, at an art show in, in, a, in about a month. Nice. And I've got the early proofs already uh, delivered to me. And um, my uh, one of my other patrons, Dave, happened to actually uh, drive down to, uh, from San Francisco to visit this week. And I gave him first dibs of a few of the proofs. He actually asked me to sign them and stuff, too. It was really funny. I'm like, I don't want to sign them on the front because it ruins the picture. Um, but I have a bunch of Yeah, yeah. I signed them on the back. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have a few that you can, you can pick from later. I can, I can send you pictures just so you can decide, but I figure, you know what, this is the kind of things that I should be doing for the patrons since you do stuff for me. Um, you're, you're a great fan and we love having you all the time. Yeah. So yeah. Better be hanging up behind you the next time. Hey, I was just gonna say next time you'll probably see him <laughs> yeah. on that wall of space back there. But yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, you know, it, it, being a patron for the show has always been rewarding. Uh, you know, I love sitting in the soapbox and checking, chatting with you guys, and just you know enjoying the uh, conversation and keeping it going. As, as you know, uh, there's been a couple nights where you guys have run long, and I've been there the whole time. <laughs> and then, keep, and then keep doing it as time. long as I can. And there's times where you can't keep up with us and we go <laughs> way too long. That's true. There was there was one night where you guys, where it was like hit midnight and I was like, I was falling asleep on the couch and I was like, yeah, I'm going to have something. to dip out of this one, I guess. <laughs> it's whenever Eric and Joel are on the show, that's when it's the worst. Yeah. yeah. But, but Travis keeps us up pretty late. And then uh, Jason, Jason has done that with us a few times too. Um, yeah, it's pretty Most funny. of the time when I'm watching you guys, you know, I'm, I'm sitting watching while I'm playing video games and it's like, I'm going to be up anyway. So I just, I, I keep the conversation in, in the background yeah. so I can just listen in and chime in with some comments here and there when the comments are allowing me to comment. So no problem. Yeah, always we, good. We, we, we love, involved. we appreciate it all. And, and yeah, uh, it's just me trying to show some appreciation. Uh, I got some cool fan swag. That it's not actually swag because it's not stuff we all get. It's just yeah. stuff you get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's... So next time, and hopefully that that word gets out to the people that are watching right now. <laughs> free yeah. shit. So, sometimes Subscribe. I give to the subscribers. I wouldn't call it free shit because it's not free. <laughs> well, I guess that's true. Yeah, it's so. it's stuff rewarding you for your patronage. But you are helps. helping us keep the lights on, so yeah, it's appreciated. It's always appreciated. Yes. Yeah. Uh, with that said, before we get into the news and stuff, uh, I'm just curious, what's everybody been nerding out on this past week? Mm. 
What you got, Ian? <sighs> well, the wife and I started watching the first episode of The Stand. I've read that book two or three times when I was younger, so um, it, the source material is always pretty close to me. I'm a big Stephen King fan, so first episode was a good start. Good start. I'm, I'm ex- interested to see where it goes. I'm, I'm a little wary because I was reading a little bit more about some of the cast members, and I wasn't aware of... Ezra Miller or Amber Heard's involvement, and given oh, their no. recent situations, yeah, no. I'm like, oh, oh man, yeah. do I want to Oh no, I, you might have just steered me away from watching it. Yeah, well, I, well, well I, I, I'm lucky that I started it before I read that because now you I'm know, sort of in. Are you doing the free trial of Paramount Plus, or do you just have it like all the time? Uh, using a friend's account. You know, okay, highly recommend before you stop using it. Reno nine one one, the the newest movie. They take on QAnon. It's hilarious. Nice. It's pretty good. I love I love Reno. That's a, it was a great show. Yeah, so yeah. They got that. everybody to come back for that one. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb fun. But yeah. <laughs> what about what about you, Ricky? Uh, the only thing we watched this week was Hacks. Hacks season two. I think you like. Did you like Hacks? I love hacks. The, the I did not watch. Like I did not. I did not watch the newest episodes today, mm-hmm. um, but I did. We we watched all of the ones from last week. Yeah. 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 It's good. a great show. It's mm-hmm. an excellent show. Um, if you haven't seen it, really funny, great acting. Gene Smart. Uh, I love her in everything, okay. but I love her probably the most in Legion. Nah, probably more in Hacks. I I think I like her more in Hacks, but she's. She's close to my heart because of Legion. She's so great. Sure. <laughs> I'll have to check out Hacks. I saw that she was in it, and I was sort of like, hey, what's this? But I didn't really, haven't watched it yet. So. Oh, yeah. It was. It came out last year on HBO yeah. Max, and um, and we binged the crap out of that season. And then, uh, surprisingly, it just showed up. I, you know the funniest thing? Because like, I have like a really weird routine. Because like, you know, my wife and I kind of watch our shows like while we eat meals most mm-hmm. of the time. Like, and And, you know, um so it depends like if it's a small meal i'll do a half hour show if it's going to be a long a big meal i'll do an hour show or something like that but uh no matter what for some reason on friday i've just trained myself because i have all these other go-to apps you know like i'll do hulu or i'll do youtube or 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 peacock or whatever the crap it is that we're trying to get through throughout the week netflix whatever it doesn't matter on friday the first thing i boot up is HBO Max because <laughs> I trust them the most and I trust that they'll always give me quality stuff, you know, above Something all others. Good. So mm-hmm. I booted I, I booted it up last week and I was like, it's a win. It's a win. It's hack season two. So <laughs> there it is. You know? Nice. And so I did the same thing again today and I was like, yeah, don't have time for this one right now. So uh, <laughs> <we'll> later. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Somebody, somebody likes hacks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, I've been watching a lot of trash TV. Uh, the Circle on uh, the new season, the new season on uh, on Netflix. It's been back all month long. They've been divvying it up to make people wait, so they've been giving us four episodes a week. Uh, and then the final, the, they gave us the last four yesterday, except for the finale. The finale is one episode next week, um, but it's it's pretty entertaining. And they got the Spice Girls to be catfish for like. Like I would say, like five episodes, they were on the show. Like the spice, like the, the Spice Girls. Yes. Wow. The spice Girls, two of them, not all five of them. Okay. Um, oh. Two of them. Uh, but it it was pretty damn entertaining, because I guess they're fans of the show, and 
they're really good at that show. They're really good at catfishing. Man. It was it was impressive. Um, I was I was quite impressed by them. But yeah, we've been watching that, and then like uh, I found out Eurovision was uh, live on on uh, the finale was live on um, on Saturday. So Saturday, about five minutes before it started, I got a month subscription to Peacock. And just, I was like, it is worth $10 to watch Eurovision for four hours. Um, that, it is so hilarious. I, if you've never seen a Eurovision contest, it's so, they're so funny. Um, so I watched that with my wife. And then ever since then, we're trying to get, squeeze the value out of Peacock. So we've been, I binge MacGruber. Nice. Uh, so good. It's so good. That season is so hilarious. Um and then I binged. I've been binging AP Bio and uh, a little bit of Killing It with Craig Robinson. I don't know if you've seen that one. It's pretty funny. It is uh, a, a man gets pegged in the first episode. I was quite oh. shocked. Oh yeah, that's that's <laughs> way to do it. That's that's how you do a streaming TV show where it's no, not yeah, exactly. on network TV. I was quite shocked. But yeah, that's what I've been or not on other than. Fantastic Four, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But before um, we get to that, you got you got news you want to do, or you guys got anything yeah. else? Yeah. Well, news. I got news. Let's... Um. But yeah, last time we were here, no news. The time we got news. We there was more news than that you than you didn't report. I said I'd call you out on it. There wasn't and that much. The only thing the I Amanda remember, Wall, I think, the Amanda Waller show that's speculation. That that you, is still speculation you at this report point. Report on speculation all the time. You no, know, I that's true. You are captain speculation, right? Um, George, George Perez passed like after our show that day. I think that was yeah, like the only did. big news. That's that's kind of a bummer. That was a bummer. I actually shed a tear or two because I just like the amount of of his contribution to to the comic books that I read and loved is vast. It is yeah. quite impressive. Um, but you know, we did report early, I think early in January that it was, it was, that was going to happen. Uh, yeah. He knew it was coming. He, he declined to go through with the, the, the radiation and chemo treatments uh, and, and chose to spend the rest of his remaining time with his family and so I think we had reported that that was the case in uh, January. And yeah. this was the inevitable conclusion of that. But RIP, he was great. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. On the flip side, though, we got some new new trailers, right? For Is that the flip side of death? <laughs> no, I'm still working on my pivots. Um, all right, all right, all right. Keep working, working on them for Keep a while. Working. We got a new She-Hulk and uh, Miss Marvel trailer this past week. Oh really? I don't think I watched. I don't think I caught the new Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel one was yesterday. Um, it's mostly there's some new new bit uh, tidbits in there. Okay. Um, look look at that image. That image is like screaming awesome. Very colorful, cultural. I mean, I'm feeling this. Like the direction this is going. People had thoughts on the She-Hulk trailer. I I kind of want to hear Dennis's take because I know you're. You're the biggest Shulky fan in here. I love, I love some She-Hulk. I loved how much that trailer reminded me of the comics that I read and loved. Um, but uh, I will be, I will get ahead of it before anybody else. 
the CG was bad. And I'm okay with that though, because I know that we've been we've been shown early stuff before mm-hmm. by Marvel and it ends up looking better later. The biggest one was those stupid uh those stupid monsters in the Eternals. They looked way better when that movie finally came out versus true. the trailer. So they looked significantly better. Uh, I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say hey, they had to show us an early cut of it because we got people would have been pissed if we didn't see She-Hulk, right? We would have been pissed. Um, yeah. So I'm 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 gonna say wait and see. Like what I saw, other than the CG of her talking, was great. So I'll agree know, with you there. Think? I I enjoyed. Yeah. The tone, I enjoyed the little comedy bits. I everything was good except for the the actual CG. This did you see the frog man? Did you see the frog? Yeah, the frog man was great. Yeah, yeah. There's, I, I, you know, I was quite surprised to see what I believe is frog man because I believe he's a Spider Man character, mm -hmm. Spider Man, Spider Man family character. So maybe it's not frog man, but I thought it looked like frog. Yeah, Toad Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, as much as I absolutely loved Endgame, I thought some of Hulk's CG in there, you know, Smart Hulk, was a little, I'll call it off during mm-hmm. some of the scenes. Um, I mean, it, he still looked good, but I felt like the CG was a little off. And I felt like I was looking at the same situation with this when I watched the trailer, where it was like, it's not horrible. It's not like no. send them back to this just off. To, to the chopping block. Yeah. It's just, also, there's a something also we're super spoiled because well, yeah. like we're for the first time ever, we're getting a comedy, uh, a legal comedy procedural comedy uh with a fully green, uh super digitally enhanced character playing the lead. And we're like, mm, it could look better, you know, like it's like yeah. it's well, I, I wonder, and this is like weird speculation, but like you think they have like a, a threshold, like it just needs to look this good and, and yeah, it'll of be course fine. they do. You know, yeah. I, I don't think they'll ever get a, a if, Thanos if again. You're, if you're in in uh in entertainment and you're you're doing serialized storytelling like on mm-hmm. a budget, there's always a threshold. Always bar. yeah. Mm-hmm. Always. And so people just need to get on board with that. But I think I I don't I also think conversely as fans we we deserve a certain level of respect given to the character. So if she looks like you know uh, a a a QuickTime video that you're running on Windows ninety eight, <laughs> like you know I think that's not doing her service. You know so no we'll see. I, we'll, I think we'll she see. could look like this. That's not super like fucking sexist. <laughs> I think I think she could look the way she's looking. If the story is strong enough to support, you know, I have no problem with the way she looks. By the way, it's it's the frame rate when she's talking. That's what what I'm talking about. I I think it could work if she has a great story and great cast of characters around her. But you kind of need you need both, or else it'll fail, right? And also, I caught I caught just brief glimpses of Jamila Jamil in 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 there as Titania, and I got super excited because I love Jamila Jamil, Uh, but. Yeah, the character of Titania is just ridiculous. So like, it's gonna be fun and it's gonna be funny and like, there's a lot of good She-Hulk stories that I have read that are just like absurd 
and I, I would recommend them to more people, but the only problem is like most of them are written by dudes. And mm -hmm. so uh, she probably deserves to have more females writing her. I think she does. <laughs> yeah. I think she does nowadays. Uh, but I'm just saying like the character has come a long way from, from her original roots. And so I think it's fun to see that she's finally going to get her, her, her time in the light. And it's going to be very different from the Hulk. It's gonna be very different. Yeah. So, all, all this, all this uh, D plus news, by the way. There, I guess there was a Disney plus event this past week where they showcased a lot of their new new slides. So, yeah, that's where all this is yeah. coming from. Um, on the on the Disney plus hype, we got our first look at the Echo show. Yeah, looks um, like that's Echo. In, that's in production. That's, yeah, it looks like Echo. Yeah, looks like Echo. Sure looks. Yeah. That's, um, that's good. The other bit of nugget that came out was um, they hired writers for the Daredevil show that is yet to be announced. Cool. Yeah. Um, that was reported by Variety, a trusted news outlet. <laughs> um, but it, it, from what it seems like, is Daredevil will be appear in the Echo show and then get his own spinoff. I mean, that's been that's been rumored for about a year, which we already reported on last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, when it was speculation, like you do all the time, you guys broke Just that saying. news. Yeah, we yes. broke that news. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, yeah. Just following yeah. up on that article, on that, uh, on that blurb back. Then. Yeah, we know Charlie Cox is down the clown, and and mm -hmm. uh, I, I I actually think it's kind of cool that he's getting uh, a series instead of a movie, because I I want the individual stories to be done that way from now. It'll on. do him justice, right? Like it'll let him shine. Yeah. Well, I mean. Like I think the the kind of coolest thing about like the the best Daredevil comics is the really long form storytelling yeah. where when it's all done you're like whoa that was crazy how all that came together kind of like the wire like the show the wire and stuff mm -hmm. so it's you don't want to condense that into a two hour like oh villain of the week kind of story that's not really how Daredevil stories work best. Um, so I like I like that it's done in a, in a TV It'll show. Also, probably lend to like a softer reboot because that that kind of seems the direction that they're going in. Yeah, well, I mean, like at the end of the day, like he's not a hard character. Like to be fair, none of these characters are immune to reboots, right? Like that's no. kind of the nature of comic books. It's like they all get soft reboots every now and then, and so like yeah, it's it works. It works if if people want to if they want to retell like or if they want to tell a new a new take on you know daredevil and versus kingpin all the time that doesn't actually uh contradict any of the old stuff mm -hmm. that doesn't require it that's fine too you know like yeah. the fact is those two actors are amazing when they play daredevil yeah. and wilson fist so let's just let's play let's, let's play bring daredevil back from the dead you know let's let's do yeah. it let's, speaking... i would like them i would like them to figure out a better way to do bullseye though because he while i liked him in netflix he wasn't everything I needed him to be. So. Right. Yeah. See that. Yeah. Well, but keep speak, it going. Speaking of back from the dead, um, oh, yeah. terrible segue. I mean, you're you're killing. <laughs> you you should have done. You should have done this. The George Perez one should have uh, should have come before this one. I don't, okay. I don't know why. Um, Marvel struck a deal with the Stanley Estate to feature Stanley's likeness, voice, and all that cool stuff in their media for the next 20 years um so yeah expect some more stan lee in your marvel throughout the years 
you know, I, I'm not going to mind it if it's using old recording because he said a lot of great things. But what I don't want them to do is like make new things that he says. Yeah, I don't want a voice actor voicing Stan Lee. I want Stan Lee. At least I want to oh, know it's original. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna plug it into the <laughs> Oh no, I meant an AI. I don't want an AI well, yeah, same, Stan same. Lee. That's that's what I meant. Yeah. Either way, uh, I'm saying but, like but, I want I, legit Stan but, Lee. I you know I don't mind because like I know I know a lot of people get angry about like how much like he really contributed to the creation of characters that don't, that doesn't really matter at a certain point when you have like a, an empire as large as Marvel, like it, it does matter to the creators. Don't get me wrong. Like anybody mm -hmm. who ever does end up watching the show, I do care about, you know, your fair share. And I apologize. Uh, not, I don't care. I'm not apologizing. Uh, I feel bad for you that you got shafted the way you did if you're watching the show. But that said, uh, he is a figurehead for that show or for that for that company. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He is a Walt Disney. He is he in the in the sense that he is the face of it. You know what I mean? And like you can you can trash talk him all you want about like what he stole or didn't steal, whatever. The reality is, is he was the hype man that got yeah, people he's, he's, on board. He's uh, the guy. Yeah, he did it. And so. He he got me on board. He got me like with like every time he narrated the intro of a Spider-Man cartoon, I I just felt like okay, I want to know what's going on with this story. Mm -hmm. You know, like what's what's this? And and it's, it's just what he did. So no, I mean, if, if Marvel was a band, Stanley would be the lead singer. Like he's he may not have written the songs, he might not have you know composed that bass track, but he's the face that you know. He's yeah. Know, mm -hmm. He's, yeah, exactly. he's he's the one that's getting that, that that's bringing in people that's keeping that, the, the the business alive. You know, yeah. You know? And yeah. that face comes at a cost. Yeah, so. yeah. It does. I mean, that's I'm cool sure by your you. When when you know this was actually something I was going to bring up when we when we start talking about the movie, but you know when Stanley shows up in those cameos, like it, my heart grows two sizes like i'm like oh there's my boy you know yeah. so if if they want to continue with him as, as you know bringing him into that i'm fine with it you think you think there's a stanley spreadsheet of like how much should we pay for stanley oh i'm sure you think you there think they there had to be a, a number yeah but the thing with that is like i bet they didn't even reach that number like i bet like i like he, his value is too great for them yeah that like you know just because it's a spreadsheet doesn't mean they actually came in at the highest number you know no yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah, it's, yeah. If, you, if you like, can get it and you can afford it why not why not get more stanley in your life right it's in yeah. it's in all of their best interest though honestly mm -hmm. it's good for stan's yeah. estate and his legacy it's good for marvel because he has been and will continue to be the face of their product yeah he's he's a touch point i mean and the reality yeah that being the reality oh go ahead please oh no I, I was just gonna say the reality is like you know there's always gonna be people that are upset by decisions like that to like include him and stuff but like they've also run the numbers on that and they know that it's probably like way more people that uh feel something special mm -hmm. because of it you know what i mean like so like there's everybody's gonna hate some move that they do all the time mm -hmm. um you know. real quick let me read up the so it gives marvel permission to use lee's name voice likeness and signature in movies and television products as well as well as to use existing images and footage and audio recordings of him 
-hmm. the rights to use uh, the name voice likeness and signature uh, in theme parks is also theirs so that's that's where i would imagine you'd use the most and that's yeah and it'd be cool like i think he's i think they used his voice in the florida spider-man ride i could be wrong he is right yeah i've I've seen the the ride-alongs there I mean, even, but, yeah. you know, if you think about what they could do with it, it's kind of cool. Like if they set up at, at you know, one of the, the um, theme parks or something. If they set, uh, well, no, I was going to say if they set up sort of a museum for, you know, the history of a character or something. Mm-hmm. And they have some archival footage of him talking about when they created that character. Just walking up to a thing about Spider-Man, yeah. pressing a button and have Stan give the story of when they came up exactly. with it. Exactly. That, that right there pays pays for itself. You know, that's yeah. the kind of touch base you want. Is, is He is that living history. Well, not living, I guess. Yeah. Anymore. It's just like, he you know, like, a, like the Marvel 616 uh, episodes. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was really, f- they were fun, but I think some of them didn't have a lot of actual Stan Lee stuff in them because they were probably you know, made after he yeah. already passed and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so like, I was really, I, I've seen the footage before, but like, uh, you know, the, the Japanese Spider-Man, like uh, when, when they were talking about that one, they, you know, they got to tell those actors how much Spider-Man, uh, like how much Stanley loved their, that version of it. And the guy starts breaking down crying, but That's it was, cool. it was one, it was one, it was one thing removed, right? Because they couldn't just show him Stan right. saying it, even though it's recorded and stuff, just because, you know, for rights reasons and stuff. And so, like, it would be nice to have those things, yeah. inter, you yeah. know, interspersed into their media when when relevant, you know, mm-hmm. the extra punch, that emotional punch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily know if I want Stan tied to everything, cameoing everything. And, <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. I don't need that. Know, sort well, of, um, again, by, by uh, your 20, that's what it'll be. Because you got to... You gotta like, get your I, money's I worth at that point. I don't want the weekend of burning. Uh, you know, oh, stand. they're gonna, they're gonna, they, they are, they are. We know this, yeah, but I don't yeah, want do them it. to yeah. do that. But at least if they use them tastefully for the first few years and then move to that, I, think, I won't I think, mind yeah. so much. I think the definition of tastefully is a sliding scale <laughs> for <laughs> sure. That's true. For that sure. True. We we have um, some legends news, right? We do have some Marvel Legends news. Uh, Marvel uh, Hasbro team. Decided to try things a little different this week. Um, they wanted to be more hip for the for the younger audiences. So instead of doing their normal like uh, YouTube uh, stream, they they did a stream on Instagram Live, and boy oh. was it clunky! It was so clunky. They were not ready for it. Their 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 mics weren't great. Like the, the they were using the sixteen by nine format. Uh, they were kind of just drone off every now and then, like forgetting to stay near the mic and stuff and. It was pretty funny, but they showed a, they showed a bunch of toys, and I'm here to talk about them because I love them. And the first one is uh, we're once again they're just drip feeding us this entire wave of uh, Infinity Ultron <laughs> figures. It's about once a month they're they're showing us one figure from the wave, and they were really funny the way they introduced this one because they said, "Hey everybody, you know we just saw a trailer, and and you know we just saw we we." Uh, for a, a new uh, popular uh, Marvel uh, heroine. And we just figured, you know, let's do a figure of Sharon Carter. And so uh, <laughs> you that, it was a really awkward way to debut it. But, um, and I know a lot of fans in the collector communities that I've been reading on are like, 
hard pass, you know, but like I like her. If you want I Ultron's like, head, like, bro, you gotta buy it. Exactly. They, they exactly. were smart with the pairing because they're like, you know what? How do we get rid of Ultron's head? Or how do we get rid of all these Sharon's? Put the head on there. They're head and the, the sword. Head. Although to be fair, anybody who's a really hardcore Sharon hater could just get the rest of the build a figure and put Vision's head on it. That's true. Um, but yeah, it's a sharing card for Falcon and Winter Soldier. I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just enabling the haters. Okay, Ian. That's all. I'm just. <laughs> I'm here to support all all audiences. Um, this is yeah, this is it's feeding the collector audience. I yeah, see. It's Sharon Carter with her signature sticks that I don't remember her using. Well, there's a knife there too. There's a knife. Yeah, yeah, I just want her shooting people like she did in the show. But whatever, it's fine. <laughs> she doesn't even have trigger fingers. And then, uh, yeah, as as I was just like I was talking about, it's almost like I coincidentally did. Uh, Marvel released another uh, figure for the Beyond Spider-Man uh, celebration. This cool. It's Takuya. Uh, yeah, I, I think they, people like to call him Supaida-Man, which is actually what it says over there on the box. Um, yeah, it's the Japanese TV show 1978 Spider-Man uh, done on a different body to actually like make it look more like cloth and stuff. He's actually wearing, he's got the uh, Reed Richards uh, torso because the, the it's kind of like a stretchy looking hmm. like spandexy um, thing, and uh, they even went to the trouble of making sure that his webs were not translucent and they're fully yeah. painted white, just like the ropes in the old TV show. That's um, cool. Does this thing flip up? Does his thing flip up? The gauntlet or whatever? No, it doesn't flip up. I don't think in the thing. And then they made it a point of showing they ha he has these weird hands that kind of like. You know, they don't, they're not fully out, out crawl, wall crawling hands. If you see his left hand there or his right hand, it's kind of like halfway splayed out. And then he does not come with web shooter hands because that Spider-Man does not shoot his webs that way. Yeah, they, <laughs> they cool. were, they were big, they were big time nerding out on it. But I think there was one question that everybody wants to know about him is, does that mean we're going to get leopard on? And I think that's. That's all anybody wants to know. I would love that to be the next HasLab. Just do it. <laughs> just just show me where I give you all the money so that I can have <laughs> a giant Super Sentai transforming robot for my Spider-Man to go inside of. I feel like That's you get I the car to. first. Yeah, I mean, they made a Hot Wheels version of that car last year, I think, at one of the conventions. Or two years ago, something like that, mm -hmm. yeah. And then there was more Spider-Mans to talk about. Uh, oh, this sucker was a ta uh, Target exclusive, and I'm just putting it out there right now. My favorite figure of whatever year it actually ends up coming out in. Uh, Dude, we're not sure. We're not, we're not sure if this is actually going to be released this year. They didn't Target didn't say, uh, but it is a Target exclusive that, as of today, was still available. The bombastic Bagman. I freaking love him because it's Spider-Man wearing a Fantastic Four suit with no shoes and a paper bag on his head and an, a removable kick me sign on his back to celebrate that one moment in the comics where he had to get rid of his Venom suit and he was naked and had to figure out a way to get home. And Johnny helped him out by giving him a suit, but also <laughs> is there a head under the bag or is it all no one piece? it's it's all one piece but they i mean there is a head but it's glued together yeah. so that they only did they only painted the eyes yeah, on the head that's what they good. said 
Yeah, it's really cool. And you could pop that whole head off and put a Peter Parker head on there if you wanted to. Or or you could have Johnny Storm without shoes on or yeah. you know, Reed Richards yeah. without shoes on, whatever. It's great. I love this figure so much. That is an amazing figure. I want that one. And then also on a retro card to, to continue with that little Fantastic Four retro card uh, set that they started doing. And to kind of maybe, you know, tie in with some other stuff going on. They announced a Fire Lord figure, which was another Herald of Galactus. Uh, he'll be coming soon uh, with his fiery Q-tip that he holds. I don't know what it is. It's his weapon. And yeah, I just wanted to remind people that he'll look nicely with the other uh, Heralds that will be coming with Galactus. And so there's some production or some in-production uh, photos that the uh, the lead designer, Dwight Stahl, took recently. Uh, just showing the scale of everything going on right now. Galactus is coming. He's coming soon. And he's got more and more heralds to show him off. And then on a brand new retro card that they've made, uh, they're now celebrating the old school Toy Biz Iron Man line by having a new retro card uh, of those figures. Uh, This is a uh, redeco of the War Machine that came out, what, last year or or two years ago, Ricky? Two years years ago. Two years ago yeah he's a reed deco um and he's cool he's got like a pearlish white thing but he's got less accessories but it's war machine he looks cool um and then and then ricky i did provide you a slide just to see so you can see the differences there uh you get a lot less stuff in this version but he's also cheaper so um he doesn't come with the roadie head but the, they've promised that the roadie head will fit on him he doesn't come with the blast effects. Uh, well, all the blast effects. He comes with some. But yeah, if you didn't pick up the old one as an option, or if you like the white as an alternative, it's another option too. Yeah. Cool. And then Whoa, who are these? Here, here it is. Uh, the convention exclusive for this year. Uh, this would be their Comic Con exclusive. They didn't say it's not their Comic Con exclusive, but. Uh, it's because they they like to every year they try and do like two conventiony type box sets, uh, and one's usually uh, comic book related related, and the other's usually MCU related. The comic book one they unveiled it yes or this week. It is Mojo World box set designed to look like an old school uh, cathode ray tube TV, uh, and also have some Mojo World TV guides and a TV remote. This set comes with a lot of stuff from Mojo World, including uh, the first the first Hasbro long shot figure ever, uh, and the Outback Dazzler, as well as X Baby's Wolverine. What is Mojo's uh, world? Mojo World is the world in which Mojo lives, and he he is a media mogul who runs the entire media empire and controls everything in it that people see and 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 experience in in his universe he does not live in in our universe mojo okay yeah he usually kidnaps the x-men and brings them to his universe for his entertainment that is what mojo does. sounds like and a cool long, guy and Longshot <laughs> was was born in mojo world and is the biggest action star of that universe but when the ratings start declining that's when mojo tries to start stealing the x-men from the other universe and stuff so and then there he is the actual megalomaniac himself it's it's the first ever hasbro mojo it is 
awesome looking. That is um, cool. Yeah, I think it's super cool. And the weirdest thing about all of this, though, is it already went up for pre-order yesterday. Like, they don't, they're not, I don't know if this is a Comic-Con thing also, but like. They're like, no one's yeah, going to buy this. Gotta, <laughs> yeah. No one's going to buy this. What do you mean? Everybody That's amazing. Everybody's it's so that. good. Look, he's got alternate heads and hands. Those every single leg on every single spider leg on his thing has multiple points of articulation. He you can actually pose him to look like he's crawling in any different direction you want. The tail articulates, the little laser at the end of the tail articulates. He is nuts. He's pretty cool. I love it. Dude. I love it. Looks pretty good. And then yeah, there's the whole offering that you get. Um, by the way, even the X Babies Wolverine figure. I know a lot of collectors have been calling it a slug because it's like slugs are usually a figure that doesn't move. They were showing at the panel that figure actually does articulate at the head a lot. It, it's pretty weird. Um, but yeah, there's a side-by-side -side comparison of the old school Toy Biz one versus the new one. And yeah, he's pretty big. The new one's pretty big. Compared pretty to the one. Yeah. And they said they're still working out the liver spots paints uh, to match a little bit better, but we'll see. We'll see. I love it. It's cool. super cool. And then just today, they wanted to remind people that they have this uh, animated X-Men uh, series of figures. And they did a little tease for the next one in the line. It's the one everybody's been wanting for a long time, but only if you ever watch the show. It's Morph. Um, I have nothing to say about that other than it's Morph. It's Morph. It's Morph. I, I know a lot of people are mad because they know without even seeing the figure in the box, they know that he's going to be painted with cell shading style. And people have been wanting their own regular, regular morph. But like, I've seen the fun argument that like this character was created exclusively for the cartoon. He's never existed outside yeah. of the cartoon. So why shouldn't he look like the cartoon? The cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's a good argument. I'm going to do it. I like the argument. It's cool. But, you know, collectors find something to bitch about everything. So what are you going to do? Of course. Uh, but yeah, no date and time on when the morph is going to be available. It's just. They, it was just a fun tease they put out there for today because like i told you it, to celebrate the 20th anniversary of marvel legends every month on the 20th they will be announcing something and so that's what today is so nice. yeah 20 years i've been doing that and so wow. i can't help but i can't help but talk about them whenever i see them because i love them like at this point the collection itself is the prize it's not each individual figure it's the okay. fact that they all exist at once you know like that's the cool part about it so i'm gonna have to read up good. on morph oh you you actually can't read up on morph you can only watch morph and read up on mojo you don't know morph huh uh i've morph never seen dies. the, the, the x-men show oh he dies in the first episode <laughs> oh, okay he's, he's uh, that's kind of the whole. That, that's his whole thing. Whole, he just that's dies. His thing. Yeah, that's his okay. thing, dude. He's like they had an X Men that died, and for kids in the '90s watching the first ep episode of an X Men cartoon, and then to suddenly see an X Men die, you're like, whoa! Um, and he, we didn't care that we didn't really know who Morph was. Like, you know, he, <laughs> he just knew he, you needed to feel for him. Yeah, it just raised he, the stakes. It, it was like, hey, people are gonna die now. You know? Yeah. And then nobody oh, okay. ever dies ever no. again. And then Morph no. comes back to life later in multiple seasons and he's evil and all these things. But actually, I think he came back at the end of the first season um, or at least the second season. But 
he does come back. So it's not like, you know, it's not like they only made the character for one episode ever. It's just he's that was the purpose of him was to serve as the catalyst for the story that follows. And uh, and then it's a really tight story for the next like five seasons. Pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty impressive. If cool. you never watched that show, it's actually really good. On the list. Yeah. All right. So we don't have the uh, fun intro for it, but I think. Oh, wait. No, we do. Uh, sorry. It's time for a trivia. We got to do trivia before we do. Yeah, trivia. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You almost uh, skipped you it. Can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was ready to jump, jump in. I do have a trivia for you guys today. It's not, there's nothing graphics, no, no okay. fun things to show you at the moment. Um, what I just wanted to do was uh, legit nerd trivia where I'm going to test you guys. Okay. Uh, so we watched a movie, all of us this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we I couldn't help but notice that one of those actors looks strangely familiar uh, and and to um, a character that is, has been a really big part of the MCU. The shield? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm talking about Chris Evans. He has the uh, shield. Oh, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I thought it was really cool. You know, like I, you know, we we joked about it a lot when when Captain America first came out that it's like the Human Torch is Captain America. This is so weird and stuff like that. You know, but um, as the MCU has progressed, it's gotten crazier and crazier. Like so many actors have have joined the MCU. And what's really funny is like uh, Chris Evans is not by a long shot the only one to make that crossover. So mm-hmm. what I'm going to do, don't name them, please. Okay. Um, what I'm going to do is a trivia where I'm going to test you guys. You're going to go back and forth, taking turns, trying to name all of the other MCU actors that have starred in other Marvel movies. Oh man. Okay. They have to be as and and as I, I want to say as different characters, but I don't know that I'm necessarily mad about the idea of just letting you go a little further than that. So why don't you try why don't you try to do as many as you can where they play different characters and then we can do the cheaty multiverse ones if you need to. Okay. Yeah. Every time so, we get I, to these these trivias, my brain immediately starts to just go completely blank right about well, now. Well, that's awkward. You're going to go first. You're going to okay. go first. And Chris right. Evans is off the table. I want you to just name any one actor that has been an MCU story uh, that has also been in a previous Marvel movie. All right. Uh, man, this is already, this is, yeah, this is totally tough. They don't have to have been in the Marvel in the MCU, MCU. before the Marvel or vice versa. Right, it's just, right. Like I'm just saying previous because I don't want you to like naming people for movies that are gonna come out next year or ten years from now or whatever. Like just existing movies, MCU. They have to have played a character in MCU and then played a different character in some other Marvel movie. Yeah, or yeah. Character. This is this is tough because yeah, I'm not coming up with many right now and i know there's a lot I, or not a lot okay do you do you want me to let ricky go first yeah please do because okay like ricky said, ricky you got um, this you can go first it's mahershala's first one right technically are you guessing mahershala right now it is mahershala he is he's he was in he, eternals yeah. 
in some capacity, and then no, he was also are, in Luke no, those Cage. Are both, those are both MCU. I don't count them. I don't know if Luke Cage is MCU. It still is. Okay. It, um, still is. it is. It is. It is. Does, does Aaron Taylor Johnson count? He's going to be... His uh, upcoming movie. Yeah. He's no, gonna be... I literally just got done saying, gonna be, doesn't count. Okay. Um, <laughs> I literally just said, use previously... I mean, it, it's, it's happening. Um, shit, this is oh hard. My God. It's right? Really it is not, hard. It's really not as hard. We have watched so many stupid movies over the past year and a half. And you can't mm. you can't do this? Really? I know people like who have been crossed over. Um shit. Just think of Spider-Man All right, first. I'm gonna give each of you guys a lifeline so okay. I can give you one hint. Okay. So I'm gonna give Ricky, do you want to use your lifeline now? No. Give it to okay. Ian. Oh, am I still going first? Yeah, you're still going because I thought okay. you did this better. Okay, I thought I would, <laughs> but yeah, you you threw a monkey wrench in my my stuff. Um, uh, you know what? Fine, I'll give you Mahershala because he played two different characters, and it just so happened they were both in the MCU. I'll give you Mahershala for now. Okay, and then Lindsay might have been right. She said this would be her nightmare because she can't name famous people. Uh, so back to Ian. Let's go. I think this is hilarious, guys, considering, you know, the last thing we were watching before, before, uh, you know, today's episode, like, or, you know, just just the last episode that we did with Travis. So, so weird. I can't remember what show or movie we were talking about um, two weeks ago. I, I didn't watch two weeks ago because I... Oh, wait, no, I did watch it. Yeah, you did. You did. Yes, I did. <laughs> it's almost like we had a double feature. Did, like we talked about two Ethan things. Hawk's been in MCU stuff before? Oh, my God. I hate you so much. No. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's Oscar yeah. Isaac. It's duh. <laughs> duh. There's one. The one. <laughs> the one, huh? Well, I'm going to give you that one and count off your, your – you don't get your Mahershala now because you skipped okay. Ian's <laughs> I think it's a collaborative effort at this point. Yeah. Jesus, people. Oscar. Yeah. Seriously, Travis. This is so this that was that was trying to forget one one. of his his roles. Let me remind you. (laughs) Uh Ian, do you need a lifeline? Uh, I do. Okay. How about (sighs) he was in Deadpool 2. Oh. Oh, okay, yeah. That's yeah, okay. Well, yeah, Thanos and Cable. All right. Mm-hmm. There. You mean you mean Fair. Josh Brolin? Is yes, Josh. Yeah. Yes. There. Josh okay. Josh Brolin. There you go. Ricky, back to you. Who you guys are just sucking so hard. Yeah, I mean, this is hard. By the way, while you're thinking about your next answer, Ian. Think about mm-hmm. that movie that you paid three ninety nine for. Also, I'm that's what I'm going through the cast of that in my head right now. Literally, who's yeah. who's, who's the Silver Surfer? Was was he was well, he? It was, it, so it was it was Doug Jones. Yeah, Doug Jones. What is who was acting him and Lawrence Fishburne that voiced him? Okay, so that counts. And that's why I'm trying to like run through like do we have that counts? Lawrence Fishburne was an Ant Man. Lawrence Fishburne was an Ant Man. Yeah. 
Okay. Cool. Ian, oh, Ian, uh, he just stole your, he just stole yours. Okay. Well, that's that's okay though because um, what's his name? Oh my God, uh, Ray Stevenson. Oh, that's a good one, Ian. Who's good that? job. Good job. He's Volstag in the Thor movies, and he's also the Punisher in in War Journal. Um, that's a good one. I didn't was, have him on my the, list. I liked I liked uh, that Punisher a lot. So, yeah, that's a good one, Ian. Good job. Good job. Um, um, isn't Carl Urban in Blade? Carl a Blade, Urban. Carl, Kyle, Carl Urban in a Blade movie. No, I don't. I don't remember Carl Urban in the Blade. Movie. I mean, well, I guess if you want to, I guess Ryan Reynolds doesn't count. He was in Blade, right? Ryan Reynolds was not in an MCU movie. Yet. Again, that's the rules <laughs> of the game. You play the, by the rules. Damn it. <laughs> um, who else? Man, you guys are hilarious. This it's is so hard. Funny. It's hard to think about it off the top. Hmm. Uh, what about Fant Forstick? Oh, Michael B. Jordan? God, what? I just got to give you lifelines all day it long. Really right? Does. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, Again, other, other movies we try to forget. I got, okay. Nice uh, John Favreau. Thank you, Ian. That's Actually, an excellent guess. Who's, who's the guy? Who's the leader in uh in the Hulk movie? What's his name? Thunderbolt Ross. No, the guy who plays oh. the leader. <laughs> Drunk Travis says Ryan Reynolds does count, but no, he does not. It is not, <laughs> it is not the, MCU adjacent if it references a media property. <laughs> The guy who plays the leader or helps him out, he is also in Fan Four Stick. Yes. Oh. He okay. Fought, he he plays uh, technically the guy who becomes Mole Man, I believe. That is, is who really? his, that's his character's name, but he there's no Mole Man in it. But yes, he is in it. Um, I I remember being on that Reddit when that movie came out to like find all the spoilers and he stuck out to me i wish you knew his name that would be really cool um he was also in watchman i know who he is but it's fine uh since i am looking him up right now but you know pretty lame now we're just laming the guy who blah 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 yeah the <laughs> guy the guy who did that the guy the who did that the uh, mirror mirror face dude, right? Tim Blake oh, Nelson. Tim, Tim Blake, Blake Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. yeah. Tim Blake Nelson. All right. I like him. That's fair enough. He is. Okay. I just checked. Well, it. give us give up. us your list. Good job. Now, Good I job. feel like we're we're not gonna. I'm what? There's there's so many more. There are really. You should, Travis. <laughs> Travis says you should just say Sam Jackson because he's literally in every damn universe. You know, I he was one of the first ones I thought of, and he's actually he's actually not in other Marvel movies. He's in the Spirit. He's in the Spirit. You know, like, um, but he's not. He's not not in uh, another Marvel movie that I could I could find. 
Uh, all right, I'll give I'll give Ian another hint because it's still Ian's turn, so Ricky doesn't mm-hmm. get to decide. Okay. Uh, but how about it was Agatha all along? Catherine Hahn was in something else, Marvel. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she was. I'm not. I'm not. So was I'm everyone else in it. that movie? No, think about it. Not really, actually. Uh, at least two more people. What other thing was she in? Into the Spider Verse. Oh, I yeah. You got Haley Steinfeld. I guess that Oscar counts. Isaac uh, well, again. Well, hold on, hold on, Ricky. You're, you said you said you said you were done. You said you were done, but you just I know. Got I'm, I'm one, helping you? Ian out, man. I see. I see. All right. Well, Ian's um, turn again. Also, Kingpin, um, right? In no. That movie. No, because it's not. He's not been in an MCU. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Are we yeah. counting the Netflix shows? I am because the Marvel Wiki still says, or the Cinema MCU Wiki still says they are MCU. Okay, then um, because Cinema I said MCU Thunderbolt Wiki. Ross earlier, Sam Elliott. Business what Dick. else? Well, was, uh, Sam was, Sam Elliott was Dick. You're right. You're right. And so, yeah, yeah. you're correct. Sam Elliott. Because he's gruff and awesome, and you should put him in everything. Yeah. Fun fact: you missed another. He's also in Ghost Rider, uh, uh, the first movie. Oh, is he? He is. I haven't watched. I, mm-hmm. I didn't rewatch that one when you guys did. That was yeah. one of the ones I didn't get to do. Ricky, fun fun clue. Mm-hmm. Who's in the second Ghost Rider movie? Oh, it's not Idris, is it? Yep. Is it Idris? Yeah. 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 And that movie came out after Thor. Yeah, they got a good deal on Idris. Yeah. Does uh, can can I can I throw? I don't even know how to say his last name. Ross Mark Marquard or whatever the uh, Ross Marquand. Yeah, but the guy Mark. that took over for Red Skull. What what else are you referencing? Didn't he do a voice for? Um, what if? What if he did the same same voice, right? Did he do the same MCU. voice? Yeah. It's still MCU though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess it would be. They would yeah. both be. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Outside of MCU, that's right. Um, I'm just I'm just checking to see who you're missing. You got a lot. You guys got a lot of them. You got almost all of them with a lot of help from me. And you got yeah. some I didn't have on this list. Who, uh, who, who's missing? Uh, possibly somebody from Spider-Man Homecoming. Who may have also been in that same Hulk movie that, that was being referred to uh, mm-hmm. by Ian. Ian was referring to a Hulk movie. I was referring to a Hulk movie. Yeah. There might be somebody who was in that and Spider-Man Homecoming. Like a B-list actor? Whoa. <laughs> like, Dang. Dang, Ricky. Possibly married to another MCU actor. Oh, now you're just getting confused. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Probably married to an MCU actor. 
probably married to the MCU actor who's been in more MCU things than any other actor. You say that who's like... Married, a... who's, you said it last year. That's what I'm saying. You you said Vision has been in more things than anybody else, right? Oh, I just got one. Oh, so who's... Vision is married to... I, I just... I know this. Because he was Vision was brought up in the stupid Johnny Depp trial. I know he was. Um, <laughs> yes, he was. Who is Paul Bettany married to? Ian, do you know? I, I'll, let you, I'll let you steal like, it. I feel like I should know this, but because I think I even somebody in Spider-Man: Homecoming possibly named Karen, the voice of Karen. Yeah. Who, who, who voices voice Karen? Karen was, but... You guys don't know who voices Karen, huh? Jennifer Connelly. Oh, I did. Uh, yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, Jennifer Connelly. Never, never I couldn't tell you what Jennifer Connelly that. looks like in a picture. Wow. What? You clearly I, didn't grow up when we did. Career I, I clearly I didn't grow up when you guys and, did. And you clearly don't remember Betty Ross from The Hulk. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't. She's, she's Betty Ross in the Hulk. Um, all right. Well, uh, this game was way more challenging. Thank you, Lindsay, for warning me. I thought this would be more complicated. Uh, I do have one bonus one. Uh, I'd like to see if uh, you guys or Travis could get it. It's uh, it was a cameo. By the way, I don't count Stanley. Uh, just so you know, that's that mm -hmm. doesn't count. Like that doesn't count. Uh, but there is a cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy two by someone who has previously been in a Marvel TV movie. TV movie? Yes. Nathan Fillion. No. no. Oh, wait, did you say Guardians 2? I oh, said Guardians 2. 2. I said Gar okay. You said Guardians 2 post-credit, right? I didn't say post-credits. I think you did. I didn't say that. I did I not say post -credits. that. I didn't. But I like that you think I did. Is it, is it Kurt Russell? <laughs> no. Oh, I got. Do you know Ian? No, I don't. I don't. I just thought of another one though. Ian, by chance, do you remember who originally played Nick Fury, Agent of Shield, before oh, Sam Jackson oh, did? Shit. Yeah. David Hasselhoff. There it goes. Stupid Hoff. The Hoff has been in the Marvel family longer than most people have. Uh, that movie sucks, by the way. <laughs> um, and speaking of sucky movies, do you want to do the spotlight now, guys? Hang on, yeah. I just thought of another one. Let me drop you it. You have another one? I have another one, and it's a good right. one, too. Clancy <laughs> Brown. That's pretty good, Ian. Voice uh, of Surtur and uh, the, the military guy in Daredevil. Well, that's the also military guy. I can't remember his role. MCU's. No, not Daredevil's MCU. Oh wait. But I'm fairly yeah. certain we could find something else. That Clancy Brown's been in something else. Yes. I'm like I'm I, I will I will take. He's probably been in a Marvel animated movie. Honestly, that's why I was like, gonna look. Like there's like a 99% chance you're accidentally correct. That he's there. Clancy Brown. Yes. He was I like, I, I'm not even doubting it. Like when you say it, I'm like, yeah, he probably 
most likely. Yeah. I didn't have it written down, but yeah, definitely. He's, he's had to have done a voice in something. I'm well, good job, guys. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I, great I game. To... I like that one. You did not like that one. Um, I thought it was fun. I I thought it was fun, uh, particularly because like the, the place that I found that list had just been updated last month. Because yeah, Oscar Isaac just like Oscar Isaac, uh, just just updated the list. But they honestly did not have some of the ones you guys have, so I was pretty impressed. Uh, the list only had um, ten of them, including Chris Evans. They did not have Ray Stevenson, Haley Steinfeld, Sam Elliott, or Clancy Brown. Um, and I think for cheating purposes you know they did not also have toby Maguire or andrew garfield because like you could one could argue that those are part of the mc I, I i was well i was thinking about saying something like an Alfred or willem dafoe or, or willem dafoe yeah. but i felt that that was cheating because it's yeah. like they play the same character yeah. they play yeah. the same character yeah and that was the thing is the stipulation was playing a different character so yeah, yeah i put yeah. my alfred molino away i put it back in a drawer over here and was like, yeah right, i'll save that for another was, time it was a lot of them. Uh, the other one that I almost had on the list uh, was Lou Ferrigno, but I did the math and actually he did play the Hulk every time. Uh, he also is every a security time. guard in The Incredible Hulk, but yeah. he also plays he also plays the voice of the Hulk up until Age of Ultron. He was the voice. Mark Ruffalo took over the voice after Age of Ultron. I remember that. I, I remember that was the thing. He was still yeah. to the grunts. Yeah. Well, because after Age of Ultron, the Hulk became smart Hulk and started talking more, right? So. Yeah. 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 So that's why. Uh, or yeah, Ragnarok is when he started having mm -hmm. more more lines. That's what it was. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, I think I'm done with this. Uh, I appreciate you guys for entertaining me with this. I I, I had fun watching you struggle. But let's uh, let's let's struggle by talking about um, the Fantastic Four. Yeah. The Fantastic um, Four. Okay, we waited long enough. It's time to put a spotlight on Fantastic Four from two thousand five. Wow. Uh, but yeah, but uh, you know, before we do, I guess spoiler warning. Like, like yeah. <laughs> anybody, anybody okay let's be real anybody who didn't see it in 2005 you're lucky but also you still know what the plot of this movie is without ever seeing it it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty damn straightforward but just in case uh you somehow missed it and uh i know my wife missed it actually really she only she yes yeah, she only watched the last 20 minutes of it with me today uh, and had no context at all and was back and coming back and forth into the room. So, yeah, I'll give her the summary, I guess, because she's probably the one person watching our show that uh, hasn't <laughs> seen this movie. Uh, but, yeah, the summary uh, for I'm going to put a quotes around astronauts uh, have their lives changed forever uh, when they end up being hit by a cloud of cosmic radiation. Reed Richards now has the ability to stretch his body like elastic. Sue Storm is now the invisible woman, although they call her girl at one point in the movie and she gets offended by it. Uh, Johnny Storm becomes the human torch and Ben Grimm becomes the ever-loving blue-eyed thing, a uh, man made out of rock. But there is one problem. The Journey's sponsor, Victor Von Doom, has been made, has also been affected with full power, and with full power, 
is a dangerous force which needs to be stopped before it's too late. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much the movie. It's like you guys want to talk about. You guys want to talk about other stuff? I mean, uh, it, it, you, well, first, you know, the the technical definition of an astronaut is a person who is trained to travel in space. Yeah, uh, right. So, I mean, I, it's it's a very loose, right? Loose. I feel like I feel like they imp- I feel like they imply that Johnny may have been one and Ben may have been one. They, they but were them like other pilots. two. They, they definitely, they definitely have they were baggage. Uh, those other two are definitely not astronauts, or I mean, the other three, like and like the guy sponsoring the trip. Why is he flying out there too? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> after like, the we we live in a world where Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos both have been to space. So a rich dude going to space in his yeah, own Richard thing. Yeah, going to space, fine, Not but weird. like, by the way, there's like nobody on that space station when they get there. That's weird, too. That's like an unmanned space station. What the hell uh, is that? That was one of my first thoughts when I were running around. I was like, so literally it's just the five of them? It's yeah. five There's people not even like on a, a space like station. To keep it running? They arrive only hours before the cosmic event that they went there to witness is about to start. Um, like, oh, Hours, only hours before. Why do you want longer? Sure enough, when they send the one person out into the spacewalk by themselves, because that's normal, you know, you just send the one. Uh, uh, it turns out the cosmic radiation event that they were going to monitor is way ahead of schedule and it's coming now. Like, I don't, like, I don't understand. Like, so I think this is my biggest problem with the movie. And I, it sounds like I'm actually hating on it a lot, which I can easily, but. Surprisingly, I actually really liked this movie watching it this week. Um, I found it less offensive than I did as a as a younger version of me. Um, I was willing to forgive it for a lot of stupid things, but the thing I wasn't willing to forgive it for was the massive amount of plot holes. There are so many plot holes in this yes. movie that make no yes. sense, and it's just an excuse to get from point A to point B. Uh, and it it just made me sad because like that's what that's what comic book movies were back then and i and i'm not gonna say there's not plot holes in movies nowadays but like they're they're massaged a lot more than than the plot holes are in this movie like the previous fantastic the most recent fantastic four movie fanforstic fanforstic up until they the transformation happens i kind of like this movie it's it's very oh that's like a it feels like an mcu movie this with the quips and the, and the quickness and for me it's the opposite i actually like this movie once the transformation happens really it's because the middle for me like dragged on so much like when they're figuring shit out like that took forever and it was still fun and quippy but like holy shit that movie slows down in that that time like a lot um I didn't feel like it slowed down a lot. I felt like I felt like they were having fun exploring the powers, mm-hmm. which was something that the Fantastic movie didn't really allow you to do. Um, no, I felt I true. felt like Fan- Fantastic Four is supposed to have a lighter tone than a lot of a lot of uh, superhero movies because they're they're always build sorry superhero characters they're always build as Marvel's first family, so they do have family problems and stuff like that, but they also have family fun. Too, you know what i mean and so like yeah. i really liked the silly fun that they were having with their powers because like they weren't 
they just got accidentally bombarded by space radiation and then they got weird freaky powers and yeah the scientists in them were like we should probably figure out what's happening here but the non-scientist people were like let's go have fun cool. like, and, so, um, and for that i i love chris evans i love him mm-hmm. so much in this movie for just signing up to be the guy that has fun through the whole movie like yeah. he made yeah. he made it easier for me to have fun watching the movie you know so i like all the silly middle um was the story great no like it's basically as soon as bad stuff happens they even they then set out to try and fix it for the rest of the movie and it creates for a very unheroic story because you're yeah, just trying to not, save the guy yeah there's not really any stakes no there's no stakes really, uh, and you know and again and i think that's okay because it is the fantastic four they're like you said they're mm. the, the marvel's family so they can have <laughs> but, the stakes literally be family drama type stuff but yeah but i feel like the cool part about the fantastic four in the comics is they have family drama stakes and and universe universe ending stakes well it wasn't a universe it was just doom was on the street yeah being doom knocking over some calves he he was literally (laughs) just trying to kill them on the street and it's like this is your climactic end and it was really it was really weird it felt incredibly low stakes. And I know that like some of the recent conversation around Dr. Strange is that there was, you know, minimal stakes, even though it spread across, you know, the, the multiverse and stuff. And I feel like this was one of those where I was sitting there going, speaking of low stakes, yeah, this yeah. is literally like, oh, what? You might knock Ben over. Um, <laughs> you know, like it was literally that low on the stakes side of things. Yeah. Um, oh, man. But it, it was so like low stakes. It felt like it, it fit what? It felt like it fit in a first Fantastic Four movie where it doesn't necessarily need to be a intergalactic or big threat. It's it's that family drama. Hmm. But then, you know, I would then expect for a follow-up to go, you know, bigger, which... Yeah, you get the poop cloud in the sequel. To some degrees, they they did, and and maybe didn't successfully. The poop cloud do that. is is the poop cloud is Green Lantern. Poop, yeah, oh. poop cloud is Green Lantern. This Sorry, is you, you get the the cloud. the other cloud, space yeah. cloud. Yeah, space cloud. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will, like I I like this the low stakes thing. I won't forgive the movie for, because like, it just felt cheap. It felt that like they ran out of money or something and and so like but what the weirdest thing about that is like they actually did not run out of money the opposite happened after the success of the incredibles uh fox was so uh determined to make sure that this movie succeeded that they increased the budget for the movie uh not to say they can't run out of not to say mm-hmm. they can't run out of budget, you know, even after their, their budget is raised. Um, it just feels like, yeah, you can't tell because, like, every time Reed Richards did anything, I was just like, that looks horrible. That looks awful. <laughs> but they, they, they went for it, though. Like, I have to applaud them. They on didn't, some level. though. They didn't, though. They did the tightest shots ever. Yeah. More so than like. They would set the camera in one place focus on the thing and then they would imply a lot of crazy stretching was going on around him but they would never just zoom out really far 
and show a Reed Richards stretch. But even he, when he's like, we haven't even got the, that. The we didn't get that building. in the sequel, and we haven't gotten that in Fan. No, we got it in the sequel. We got it in the sequel. He did when a lot the, of crazy stuff in the sequel. When the uh, Ferris wheel is tipping over, he's all yeah, intertwined yeah, yeah. in it and yeah, holding on yeah. to it. So you mean him you do get his hand under the door? Stretch. Wasn't like your cup of tea. No, I actually like that. Other than the the lighting and the shadows looking wrong, but that the hand through the door was probably my favorite effect that he did in the whole movie because you got to see it actually happen all the way through. Yeah. Uh, the the one that really pissed me off was like when he's like falling off the building and he ends up <laughs> stretching all the way down to the street, and like they never just want to pull back to show you the whole thing, so they just show you the actor hanging upside down in a very short in a, a small shot and then they also show like his feet or hands up at the top and that's it and it's like it's so many cuts that they have to do to make him they try to trick you into believing you're seeing it uh and and it's it's so offensive after watching the incredibles because like the elastic girl scenes are the coolest looking scenes in that yes. whole movie because there's fluid movement the camera is always moving you know what i mean and and i think what was weird about this movie is there's almost no camera movement unless it's following a human torch fly you know what right. i mean like yeah, i mean every every with, with this every movie. action scene every action scene is a sitting camera just yeah. sitting in one place pointed at something and do all your action right here in this scene. And that's it. And it's so weird to me because, like, this movie came out four years, five years after Spider-Man. Spider-Man has way more movement going on in that movie. And I know that's kind of Sam Raimi's signature. But I was just right. I was just really shocked to see that, like, like, I'm still trying to figure out why they thought the director of Barbershop was the right guy for fantastic four now barbershop is a great movie because you sit the camera down barbershop and made money it, and you point it at that one room filled with people and it's really hilarious to listen to everybody say funny stuff but like that's not how you do fantastic four you know what no, i mean like that's 2005 you gotta it's a different time Dude, I, I, the, but there's so many like camera techniques that you can use for something like read, like where you can force perspective and like make yeah. it look stretching, make it look like it's doing the thing without just yeah. sort of implying it by showing his head and shoulders and then so it showing like a CG fist over here. Yeah, you know, all, it's, there's ways to do it. That they all the budget went to Michael Chiklis. No, it, it did not. It did, it did not, though. It seems you know, like they get, you know, ask for their money back. You know, Michael Chiklis actually was the one that insisted that he needs to be in an actual suit. Yeah, he didn't want to be a CG character because um, he didn't believe it would work. Uh, beg to differ. I don't know. He's too round. How he feels on that now? Too round. That's yeah. Uh, no, I think my problem with him is uh, I can see the latex moving in in a way that doesn't it doesn't fit with what i kind of always thought a rock man would do but like again i i mean everybody's got a different interpretation of that like i i gotta say honestly as for as much as i hated looking at him um michael chiklis was probably one of the best parts of the movie aside he from he's a good voice no his, dude he's his, he's yeah his performance was good was good now, he was definitely now, sort of the heart of the movie my problem with his his look was around the eyes 
you could see people <laughs> sunken in. Yeah, you could see the like eyes. human flesh in there, and it was like the eyes were whenever his or whenever his neck his neck would turn and the latex would just stretch, and it, it yeah, was, yeah, it just didn't look like rock at all. And I, yeah, it was weird. But a fun fact, and I don't know like what year this was stated, um, but you know, so his opinion could have changed. But the late Stan Lee did say at one point that. Michael Chiklis's thing is his favorite performance in any Marvel film ever, ever. And this movie had come out after Spider-Man one and two. So I'm just saying, yes. I, I do, I do believe that he embodied the heart of the thing. Yeah. He really truly did. Like I love listening to him. I didn't even think it sounded horrible when he said it's clobbering time, which was one of the dumbest oh. catchphrases ever. It wasn't a great a great delivery, but you know that you would have been more upset if he never said it. Exactly. Yeah. You, it you wasn't, it wasn't horrible. Upset. Yeah. Like, like Doom feeds in the line. <laughs> yeah, he says it's not it's time for whatever. And it's like, nope. It's Do you have that thing action figure that was shown in the movie? Uh, I did actually. I might still have it, but yeah, I, I thought that was funny to see that all the way back in two thousand five, they were still using Marvel Legends as props. Series, um, series two, I believe. It was series two of Marvel Legends, the thing. Yeah, um, I may still have that figure. I, I might have sold it. Um, it was a great figure though back in the day. Um, but yeah, it's it, it was it, it did tickle my nerd my nerd uh, brain for a second when I saw that. I did. I did enjoy. How everyone is kind of they they allude at the past history, like everyone's ready to go. Like I feel like in the movie, like you always like that when somebody's when everybody's ready to go. Like they're the the there's not it's not fanforstic where we get the fifteen minute backstory about Ben and uh, Reed on Yancey Street in the science fair and shit. Like no, let's just we're in it. They know each other. They're smart. He's the pilot. Johnny's here. They're related. They used to love each other. Like it's a whole like it's all. They they just go like it felt very marvelly. You set it up quick, quick, yeah. and kind it, of throw it, those bits of information you need to know about their, their relationships, and then they roll in. Mm-hmm. They were no. very they were very efficient with their character introductions. That I, I will not. I will never say you're wrong about that. I will say they took some liberties that made it more convenient for Dr. Doom to be involved. And, and in general, I think, uh, you know, as much as Stanley praised Michael Chiklis, Stanley and uh, uh, just like a lot of other fans uh, were actually quite disappointed in the portrayal of Dr. Doom. And it's not so much that it's like necessarily Julian McMahon's fault. It's just that they chose to like do weird shit with Dr. Doom. I mean, he's, like, he, he's, he's evil businessman. He's evil. Yeah. He, he, no, see that's the trick. Is he's not evil businessman. Well, in the movie, Doctor Doom, Doctor, I know, but in the comics, Doctor Doom is evil Iron Man who also dabbles in the dark arts. Who and that's what makes hates him. Reed. He hates Reed. Like, yeah, yeah, but he he doesn't. I'd say he hates Reed pretty good in this movie. Uh, but it's just <laughs> like, but I I think it's just making him weird electric metal man that like doesn't really make sense like mm-hmm. what why why are these things happening and that that was a plot convenience kind of choice that they made right like it's like i mean oh uh, it would be so much easier if he just went up there with them so make him the guy who funds them like you know yeah. what i mean like it's it, a, it, 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 
it's an it easier weird. justification, right? Like, also to like, well, why would he put on this stupid metal suit, like, and then the cape and shit? Like, it. Why does oh, yeah. Iron Man do it? Why does <laughs> yeah, Iron Man do it? Iron Man does it all the time. 2005 was a different time, man. Yes, it was only three years before Iron Man. Was what it, what you're saying? Different time. Yeah. No, I, I would disagree because X Men had been really responsible with their storytelling, right? They they rope yeah. you in fast on making you give a shit about Magneto, like yeah, it was. How, how much how much Colossus? And, how much Metal and, Man did we see in those movies? I don't think that's what matters though no but i'm saying like you you need to like it's a weird look like you have the thing right who already looks funky we're gonna Uh, fight the middleman i i never understand why you split hairs at these points like (laughs) if 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 your audience is already on board to watch the fantasy for guess what they want to see the dr doom look like dr doom he looked no i'm saying he didn't look like dr doom but like to make him like the metal man i get i get why they did it like he wears a suit of armor out of respect for his ancestry. There you yeah. go, bro. That's it. Yeah. That was that easy. I wrote that line right now. Okay. Think about how much better I could have written that if I got paid Probably. millions yeah. of dollars. Like, I'm saying, like, that's why well, he first wore the got helmet. a direct barbershop. That, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I wrote, the, or that's why he wore the helmet, right? It was an ancestral gift. Yeah. We understood yeah. that just from the con- contextual clues that they gave us. So like, why not just put the whole suit in a display? Exactly. You know what I mean, like it's exactly. it's like I don't know why he needed to have generic spaceman powers in order to be a threat to them. His brain should have been the threat. Like I never felt like he was uh, an intellectual equal or, or or a rival to to Reed Richards. I felt like he was jealous of how smart Reed was, which is good. That is that is a Doctor Doom quality. But he should just be jealous because Reed is slightly smarter than him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and and Reed also, it's not just, it's not even that Reed is always smarter than him. It's that Reed has the support of this family unit. You know what I mean? Like that he doesn't have. Um, and so elements of that are there, but it just felt like, why did you need to make him weird? You know, like, and and so I, I get that. I actually did like Julian McMahon in the movie. Like I like Julian McMahon. He's from Nip Tuck. Uh, this was kind of his first big, you know, movie experience. Yeah, after that role. Yeah, after after Nip Tuck, and uh, he comes back for the second one. And I think I remember him liking him more in the second one because he's more he's, doomy in the second he one. does more doom stuff, he's right? He did, he tries to he tries to take on all the power of the Silver Surfer so he can conquer the world. And I, I'm like, yep, that's on par for Doctor Doom. That sounds about yeah. right. Uh, but what I'm curious, Ricky, because you said you liked this movie up until the transformation, like mm-hmm. Fan Fanforstic. So, do you like Fanforstic better than this movie? If you chop it up by minutes, <laughs> <laughs> I think I like more minutes of Fanforstic than this movie. Mm, I actually think it was a really easy decision for me on this one. What about you, Ian? Before, um, I, before I even say, no, nah, it's been it's been probably about a, a year or so since I saw Fan Forestick. Um, but I, I remember feeling at the end of it frustrated because the movie felt 
Like, like we were saying when we first kind of started the conversation about this, is the Fantastic Four is kind of lighter in tone. It's more fun. Mm-hmm. It, it's a little more, you know, they get weird. They have a little more silliness and they have some family camaraderie. To me, it feels like there should be some joy. And Fan Stick felt at the end of the movie, I felt sort of joyless. And I felt the entire experience was a very sort of joyless too serious yeah yeah Yeah. i I didn't feel like it had the like fantastic four kind of fun side to it and i don't need fantastic four to get like silly you know and be cheesy Mm -hmm. but i need a fine line of like there needs to be a little bit of humor a little bit of Mm levity a little bit of lightheartedness to it and i didn't feel any of that enforced it yeah Yeah. i the the body horror stuff in fan four stick is I really enjoyed that part because it would be super traumatizing to have your body change in those types of ways. And I like the way they handled the scenes and, and I, we talked about it before. Um, but obviously that movie s- sits in that, you know, emotional state for the whole movie. And that's yeah. where that thing ultimately fails where the joy in this one is, is through and throughout. It's fun. You know, they, they, they're not, um, I never get the sense aside from Ben that they're like burdened with these powers now. Like they, they seem to move on from them pretty quickly. That's kind of what I love about this movie is like Ben never moves on from it, you know, like Mm -hmm. until, until, until it's time for him to finally move on. Uh, I, you know, that is a contrived scene when he gets healed and then he's like, I'm just going to go back and get this thing again, (laughs) even though I don't understand how it's powered. Because Doctor yeah. Doom's not there to power it. I would have called. Yeah, the don't cops. you need to like, like operate the computer own. panel outside? Yeah, too, I don't like, know how, how any of that worked <laughs> at all. Like that was the giantest plot hole. They didn't really need need Ben for that final fight yeah. either. He just flipped the but, car and closed the water hole or <laughs> a fire hose oh, or whatever. But they made it seem like he was the bodyguard. Yeah. No. Uh. But I do appreciate that they found a way to like uh, ride that fine line of being fun and joyful, but mm-hmm. also checking back in every now and then on how tragic this is for Ben. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is tragic to wake up God. in a horrible orange... Uh, Ben's wife movie. sucks, dude. Dude, yeah, his, his, fian- dude. his fiance, yeah, fiance. or whatever. Yeah. She just was like, uh, yeah, I've been waiting for an excuse to do this. I'm out. Drops out, and, and then is on the bridge. Yeah. Not even a word. Isn't that word? word? That, that yeah. woman is from uh, Walking Dead, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So convenient that she's on. No, she she was rough. Uh, she was rough, but it's you know at least like I think I think there was a lot of heart in in his story, and that you know like he gets dumped by his wife. He he goes and you know he tries to save the suicide guy on the bridge. Then uh, and then you know he's he's trying to lament some more at the bar, and then he meets Alicia. Like he has like a full on arc. Or where he finds a way to be happy hey with man. who he is. Michael Chiklis was hot at that time. He got to milk him yeah. for what he's worth. No, oh, and it's a really good arc. Uh, I feel like he got the best arc of everybody in the in the in the in the story. Absolutely. I think. Um, I think. For me, I don't know what your least favorite thing about this movie is, but I'll I'll start. Uh, mine was Young Young Gruffid as Reed Richards. I freaking hate that guy from beginning to end of that movie. Yeah. I just think he he just sucks all the the life out of every scene he's in mm-hmm. and my favorite scene is when he's frozen and dying because he couldn't talk you know what happens to like, rubber when it's cold i don't know but you just asked me a minute ago what happens when it's super heated and you never gave me the answer and now you're asking me what happens when it's super chilled um 
Now, Young Grufford was so bad, and I thought, like, for you know, for him to be supposedly he's ha- he has to have this romantic connection with Jessica Alba's mm-hmm. uh, Sue Storm, dude. There was zero chemistry going no, on. No, God, yeah. And and what was hilarious is you know there, there's a scene where they're out on the pier and they're talking. Mm-hmm. I found this out today, and it made so much sense during the pier conversation between Reed and Sue. Dude, they weren't in the same country when they filmed that. Are you serious? They filmed it in separate locations and edited it together. He was in British Columbia at the time in Canada, and she was in New York City. And I'm like, well, there you go. Because that's easily one of the the moments where you're supposed to feel the romantic connection. They weren't even acting off of each other. Like, that's such garbage. I don't know. I couldn't handle it. But like... Aside from that, I just had really a lot of problems with him. I just felt like he was this really of all the of all the people in that movie, he was like the most inexperienced actor, and yeah. he was put in charge of being the patriarch of this family. And I just never really felt. But it. That's, I, mean, like, I think that, that's why they gave the thing a bigger role, right? Like I, his right, presence, but, when, but on, on the, the bridge, but on the bridge when they say who's the leader of this group and, and Chris Evans tries to say me and they're like, no, I don't believe that. And I'm like, do you not believe that? Or were you paid to say, I don't believe that? Yeah. Like, you know, because they all turn because, to look at Reed. Like, he's yeah. The one, and and like, it's like, are you sure? Cause are you sure? I'm, Cause like, I'm, picking, I'm picking any of these other three. Like, and, and honestly, like I, I, I remember when I was younger and I watched this movie, I, I remember not liking Jessica Alba, mm-hmm. but, Looking back on it now, I watched that movie and I'm like, I just feel sorry for Jessica Alba because I actually yeah. know she is a decent actress. Like, I loved her in Dark Angel and and it was really sad to the way they utilized her in this movie. Like, that girl got, like, her character got naked at least three times in that movie. That's all. She, uh, she's, there pined over. She, she's there to be She's there to be pined over by two guys and then <laughs> at some conflict between the dudes. And then to get naked and be awkward joke and have awkward like jokes about it. She gets yeah, naked the, on the on the uh, on the bridge for no on the, reason. On the bridge, yeah. They're yeah, like, why? Sue, you gotta get naked. And then like they're all like, and get then past they all everybody. get across. They all get across. <laughs> and she's like, I can't believe you made me do that. Yeah, neither can I. I'm not and understanding says, what the point of that was. He says something like, "Well, we're, we got in, didn't we?" Or something like that, where it's like, "Did you?" Because I don't think she no, did anything think, to yeah. that. He made her believe that the only way they could get to Ben at, in the giant commotion through the crowd was her to get there naked. And I don't like, even know what she was supposed to do then. Exactly. But then like, they cut to cut to the very next scene. They're all there, and she's putting her clothes back on after being humiliated. And I are we just like, going to cancel Reed Richards now? Like, yeah, I kind of want yes, to. I kind of want do. to. Because then later <laughs> on, he walks in on her while she's taking a shower. Or no, she's she's finishing her shower. Like, and and again, she has to go naked. She's naked, covers herself, and goes invisible. And then there's like another time where the paparazzi is stalking her, and like she has she to take off bras, panties, all this stuff. And I'm like, Run down this the is so gross. Like, it's so gross that they're making her do this when like. 2005 it, man's a different time i think i think what bumps me out yeah. is like she's like in the comics she's the most powerful of all of them like like she's ridiculous level power and and i just felt like 
they just simplified her so that she didn't overpower everybody else. And they just gave her fun romantic comedy kind of moments because they didn't know what else to do with her. But like, I, I think the biggest thing that, that she made me feel this time around rewatching this was she made me feel like I never, ever want to get mad at a character in a movie for not doing the hair right or something else because oh man you know all the times i've ever said why can't zandaya just like have a red streak in her hair or something no i'm done with it i i know i take it all back because blonde jessica alba with blue eyes is so offensive looking and (laughs) even more so i'm supposed to believe she's related to chris evans who by the way is supposed to be blonde as well why the hell is he not have to dye his hair? Right. Like that doesn't make any sense. He doesn't have to dye his hair at all for that movie. And nobody bitched. Nobody bitched. No. Uh, I don't know. I was kind of grossed out by at myself while watching her and just feeling like, man. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's best we just let these actors like focus on the character and not force them to wear shitty wigs to finish the but it, it's, it's, movies and stuff. I mean, it's, again, I don't say it justifies, but just it was a different time in movies, right? Like, I mean, we had two Johnny Storm action snowboard scene and motocross scenes. And <laughs> like, By the way, Maria Menounos, worst, Maria Menounos, worst nurse ever. Right? <laughs> worst yes. nurse. Worst. Yes. Not only does she take his temperature, it's like 208, and then still lets him go. Then she meets him out on the slopes, like, and then, like, and then gets into his whole yeah, like, radiation hot infectious man, (laughs) yeah, who, by the way, fell off a cliff. Like, what the hell? Where were you skiing, bro? You (laughs) You accidentally jumped off a cliff while you're skiing, snowboarding. And somehow she got down there safely. Yeah, yeah. She's a good skier, apparently. (laughs) Apparently she took the the smart way around. It was Mm -hmm. a really weird... Yeah, when I I hear you say it was a weird time, I feel like that is the excuse for the X Games in that movie. Um, Yeah. That is is what I get from it was a weird time. They would just let him go to the X Games, which so happens to be in New York. I had like clear thoughts during moments of those i was like man we're spending like five minutes on this snowboarding scene like wow what a waste of movie that could have been cool yeah. um, and it's and it's you know again it's like you said it is a different time that that was how you had to sell things i think or at least how they believed you had to sell them you have yeah, to yeah, appeal yeah. to the extreme lots crowd of, lots of half naked half naked women uh and lots of x games sports and i don't know i, was, I felt like they were just one totally tubular tubular away from being like freaking uh poochie poochie yes. dog i don't know yeah i was, was 11 weird. when this movie came out and i honestly can't recall if like i don't remember having any toys from this movie any interest aside from seeing it when it was in theaters um but it definitely didn't didn't stick around like a spider-man did in my mind or even like the Hulk, I was more about the Hulk than than this movie. Yeah. Well, I think it's because they forgot to make you care about the other characters. Mm-hmm. They 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 spent a lot of time making you care about the thing. Yep. 
and I think I think mission accomplished. Except yeah, I, I mean, got, he was the hardest I, I, one, right, to take to tackle. Yeah, yeah, but I think the only hard part about the that is like he had this really beautiful arc of like finally getting the thing he has wanted, and then immediately just like you know, I, I felt like there was uh just like five ten seconds missing of that decision to just make it a little bit more meaningful, like. Uh, but you know, I know they couldn't ex- they couldn't show you anything because they couldn't explain how the hell he used the machine without anybody else there. Yeah. Um, whatever, it's fine. But yeah, I I do understand his arc more than anybody else's. You know, like um, I think the other characters get better arcs in the second movie, if I remember correctly. Uh, that's that being said, Chris Evans is just fun to watch in both movies. I I, yeah. I do remember that. But yeah, it was it was a really it was a bummer, you know, because like it, it felt like Jessica Alba was definitely not cast for her acting. They mm-hmm. they had very, very clear ideas no, of what yeah. they wanted to do with her and what they wanted to limit her to. And that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. And then Yon Grufford, I'm like, why did you cast him for his acting? Because he sucks. So like, yeah. what? what yeah, was he was this? not good. He yeah, was definitely not good. He was very... He's really bad, and I don't like yeah. hearing the stretching noise every time they do the special effects. <laughs> like it's just a bad sound effect. Um, the the only thing it's it's funny because there's like really only one thing that I liked that the movie actually did, and it could be cheesy, but I felt like it it earned it. Is it does when they so in the very first scene they literally show up with Doom's um building and there's yeah. the big statue of him mm-hmm. up front and then it finishes with the you know the final battle ends up okay, with them turning him into a statue so i like their yeah. foreshadowing and they're sort of like you know we're dropping it on the ending on you right now type of thing i always like that in movies when they kind of play you know when you rewatch it and you go oh i see what you did there um you know i, I liked that aside from that i really it's like the movie's serviceable is what I would describe it as. It, it, it accomplishes the job, but it's not like great at it. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. that's fair. Yeah, oh. no, I think I think serviceable is a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. One mean, little little appreciation nugget is they gave a great story reason to why they need to put on those suits, dude. So I gotta it, say, it, it put them in the suit more than what they would have been, dude. The suits were the best part of the movie. Yeah. yeah, those suits. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, and I know a slight, slight spoilers for anybody who still hasn't gone to see Doctor Strange. Their suits were better than John Krasinski's suit. Yes, like yes, they were. those suits hold up after all this time. I it's was such so a impressed. Simple with design, suits. and I, you know, I think the it's a very basic suit, right? But, it, but it's complete. Yeah. You have the gloves. Yeah. You have the four. It's uniform across all of them. Like it's it's a pretty but, tight suit. It's but just the same reason the incredible suit works so mm-hmm. well yeah. visually is it's simplistic yeah. and it accomplishes the pur- purpose, which is the suit fits each person's skills or, or abilities. Yeah. In, yeah. And it's in, in a way that it it you know helps or benefits or you know mirrors, matches, whatever it may be, you know. Yeah, I do want to just uh, nerd nerd uh, call out on what Ricky was saying is when he said they came up with a reason to wear those suits. Uh, that actually is from the comics too. Really? Uh, the the un- making suits out of unstable molecules that are similar to what they were affected by is the whole reason they always wear those suits because their suits are the only 
clothes that can adjust to whatever their powers are. Plot suit. Um, yeah, it's a plot suit yeah. for sure. But it's it's there was like, you know, their weird sci-fi science behind it. So uh, but it was weird for me that that was the only time they actually ever made you feel like Victor was smart is Victor made those suits yeah. for them in this movie. And I'm like, bro, Victor made those suits and he's not helping you work on the cure. Like also Victor's infected with the same thing as you guys. And he's not working on the cure. Uh, Okay, whatever. It's fine. No, no, he's not working on the cure. Uh, Reed is out there doing long division, trying to figure out how to, like, you know, stretching himself all over the place, (laughs) staying up all night, trying to figure it out. And Doom is out there, like, you know what? I got to kill this doctor. Yeah. I I literally, like, my first victim is some random doctor. I mean, he blasts a hole in some dude, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. The the guy that was taking over his company. Yeah. The guy that was taking over his company. Before he does that, like his first murder is literally like, oh, doctor. this doctor might tell people I have this thing, so I've got to put a bolt through his chest. Like, I feel like that doctor. Like, I'm gonna actually science this thing. You know, like, yeah, I feel like what? that doctor took the radiation exposure most more seriously than anybody else in that movie. Anybody in the entire He's like, movie. We gotta, we gotta alert the CDC. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just gonna kill you because you're, you don't know, you're in the wrong movie, bro. You're taking this too seriously. That dude was you literally that, like. When you're when you're talking about one of the smartest minds in the world, like as Reed Richards <laughs> is supposed to be, and you're getting yeah. outscienced by the doctor, the general <laughs> physician, yeah, that's just rough. Well, yeah, to this movie's credit, they didn't bill Reed as the smartest man in the world, right? They billed him as a very smart man. I mean, okay. they kind of, you know, did, what? As, like... as somebody that, well, I, because I did extra homework and I watched the other movie, he may say that in the second film. But mm-hmm. he does literally at one point refer to himself as one of the world's like smartest minds. Oh yeah, when like he's that. like when he's yeah. um I think he's talking to no, Andre yeah. Brower's no, character. The, the general. The, right? Yeah, he's like, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah I yeah. was staying at home being a good little nerd, but he literally says something at one point yeah. about being the, the smartest but the whole reason the they go out smartest minds. Yeah. The whole reason they go out to space in the first place is because some scientific theory that he has that will revolutionize everything ambiguously so the implication is that he's super smart because he's not an astronaut and he gets to go to space yes Um, so uh but also sue's there too because she works for victor and johnny's there because he's her brother yeah he's he's, he's got some skills in in fairness i don't mind that quick like you know that part that you say ricky like where they got there quick i actually don't mind that because like the less they stick to the script from the comic, the better. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm pretty sure the only reason Johnny got to go on that space mission in the 60s was because he was Sue's brother and Sue was Reed's girlfriend. And, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was well, weird. What well, is your guys' preference? So, his, in the comics, it's the space mission, like we see in this movie, but in recent media right or recent comics it's the travel to dimension x that gives them their powers like what's or the negative zone or the negative zone or whatever yeah. do you guys have a preference on your preferred origin i like the multiversal stuff just, or you know just because it opens up so much more sci-fi wonkiness mm-hmm. um i think i think the i think it it also saves you from a lot of plot holes too right because like 
then you don't have to explain, well, why did that cosmic radiation not affect other people? Or, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's like... Because nobody else went, was on the station. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit the earth. You know what I mean? It's going to have... It's going to potentially somehow affect other people somehow you know what i don't right. i don't know like right. I, like you don't have to but the point is you don't have to explain those things mm -hmm. so i do i do like that they the, the the that's my favorite thing about fan four stick is that they got to show you that the fantastic four go to other dimensions and go to mm -hmm. other you know like they go on crazy trippy like jack kirby inspired you know like worlds um as opposed to just in space getting hit by the phoenix force you know, like, um, yeah, because that's what it looks like, you know, so but I, I think we've been going a while on this. I don't I don't I don't want to rip on it more. Like, I think I feel like I did a lot and I'm I'm, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> to any, I'm sorry to any fans of this movie. I mean, obviously, we're comparing it to movies that have come out now, you know, and are of a higher quality movies that will be coming out. Yeah. And movies that will be coming out. But like. I will say, like, I haven't watched Fan Four Stick in a long time, um, and I don't really want to because uh, that movie hurt me in a lot of ways because I it made <laughs> it made me believe that it was good for like an hour and ten minutes or something like that. Whereas this movie, it tonally was consistent all the way through. Uh, so sure. if I can forgive it at the beginning, I can forgive it for the rest of it. You know what I mean? And so. I actually was like, was I rolling my eyes like every now and then at little nitpicky things? Yes. That's just my nature. You know, that's what I'm going to do. But like at the end of the day, I, I, I still like this movie. Like I like it better than a lot of it's older fun. Marvel movies that we've watched. Yeah. Like, but, I can't say I didn't have fun watching it. Yeah. I had yeah. more fun watching this than a lot of the shit, the shit we watched last year, like more fun <laughs> than Howard the duck. That's for sure. Yes. Like yes. that's somebody put that on the box more fun than Howard. the <laughs> duck. Um, no, I, I'd agree. I, I did. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it enough that I was happy that I went back and rewatched it. Um, yeah. You know, would I have gone back and rewatched it, um, you know, on my own? Probably not until Ezra expressed some sort of interest in like wanting to see some Fantastic Four stuff. But like, yeah, but without sharing it, you know, with the kids, you know, it would be something I wouldn't have revisited. Um, and having gone back, I do appreciate it. And I do, you know, again, comparing it to Fan Forestick, I do feel like it is it is the better delivery of the fantastic. Is it safe I, to say? I agree with you, Ricky, on the body horror part. Mm -hmm. That is Fan Forestick's strength. But I like the, the I like the tone of this fit. It's not it's not the it's not the correct spirit of Fantastic so Four. So this exactly. is the definitive yeah. version of Fantastic Four. Yes, so far, unless you go watch the Roger Corman one. <laughs> this is actually the know. second Fantastic Four movie already yeah. by this point. There have been four now. There's been four movies made. So uh, they're all pretty bad in their own way. Um, mm -hmm. So I think Marvel has a really easy task ahead of them. As much as people they say really it's a hard task, I think they got a really low bar that they have to meet for this oh. one. Um, I, and I the, the obviously the best one is the Incredibles for sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. We the, all the, do that. the play for me and they're, they're, it seems like they're doing it is to pepper them in, pepper in your read, pepper in your your other ones. Nah, yeah, I mean, I don't think that they're peppering them in separately. Like, I don't, I don't know that we're gonna get all four of them separately in different movies. I don't think you no. need to do all four, but another pepper. 
another seasoning before we get the movie, I think wouldn't hurt. I think hey, I, I don't need I don't need more. I don't think it would God. hurt. I think mm-hmm. you're right, Ricky. I don't think it would hurt. But I, I want a Doctor Doom before before we get sure, any. That's part of the seasoning. The He's yeah, the way. That's I want a Doctor Doom that also found a way to like steal the dark hold or something like that. You know what I mean? Like like embrace the actual Doctor Doom, which is somebody who uses the mystic arts to to defeat science. Because I think that's one of the most fun parts about the Marvel universe is when you get magic versus science. Like why did we never get Doctor Strange versus Iron Man? Like, why did that not actually ever happen? Like, right. that's that would have been super cool to see, you know, like, um, but it's okay. We still have, you know, more stories to tell. So I wanted, I wanted to see Doctor Strange versus Reed Richards and we didn't get that, you know, like, so I'm, yeah. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting to see that because um, I want to see the mix in, you know, and I want to see nerds have that fight about who should win because of blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, sci-fi is sci-fi. It can do whatever it wants to do. And so I don't, you know, if they choose to make Dr. Doom a metal man, okay, I guess you can. <laughs> I just don't necessarily agree. We're two for two this. in the Doom yeah. metal man. Yeah, yeah they like Doom metal men. Exactly. But in any case, I, I do think we got to get going. Uh, I, I think I just, yeah, I'm glad we got to talk for a minute about what we want to see out of the next mm-hmm. one. I think it's a low freaking bar. Um, just, just make them fun and make them smart and, and, embrace more of the the comic book than they were afraid to do in the previous movies yeah right i think yeah you know with with eternals and how much they really gave us some of kirby's visuals i think and you know with obviously guardians and things setting the sort of stage for weird like ragnarok ragnarok Ragnarok, and that's that's what i'm saying just like give us the thing that gets weird that's that's the thing that's going to be the strength of that that particular group I think is to, to yeah. get wild with it. Take me to yeah. places that make me say, what is this wild adventure I'm on? Yeah. And I'm good. You know, that's all I need out of the four. Agreed. All right. Well, I got, I, for reals now this time, it's time to wrap this up. True believers. Thank you to Ian and Ricky for nerding out with me today. We are going to be back in two weeks. We're going to take another break. We are not going to go watch fan four stick next week. Uh, sorry. <laughs> that's just not happening. Uh, maybe at a later time this year for sure. Uh, but we're going to be back in two weeks to discuss the latest superhero news, as always, and the new season premiere of The Boys on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's back in two weeks, everybody. Sweet. Um, and uh, thanks to our patrons for supporting our growth and to our audience for tuning in. Ricky, if they had fun, what can they do? Like and subscribe, uh, patreon.com. Wait, I, I said that wrong, right? I mean, it wasn't great. Like and subscribe on YouTube and then visit us at patreons.com. Smash that. This is is Frank's job. You know, (laughs) you got to smash that like button and clobber the subscribe button like the thing would. Clobber the subscribe button like the thing would. Yeah, clobber in time. And and yeah, and check us out on Patreon uh, for our after show, which is going to start any moment now. We're running a little, well, I guess there's no real spec time for that one. Uh, But it's going to start moments from now, the soapbox. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, see you next time on Den Excelsior, True Believers. Next